can't win them all. Hello! We're here! <laughs> Ow! Oh! Oh! Oh, no. Oh, what I happened? Think, I think that was a case of the 30s. What was the symptom? Just moving and then a pain. <laughs> you know when you do that and you get like a... Oh, no. Like you turn your neck too fast and you get that like... And you're like... Sharp oh, pain. What? Oh, yeah. I just like did like a welcome and like... <laughs> this is... This is a whole Rock different bottom. podcast than it was seven years ago, people. Boy, ain't that the truth. Hi, Zeus. I mean, if we're honest, things started going downhill when I stopped doing shots. Because I stopped doing uh, shots I mean, when you were 30. I don't want to point the finger of blame, <laughs> but... Right. I think we see a thread here. Mm-hmm. Something to think about. Cause oh my God. We're going to Correlation, to, not causation. Right, right. Golden rule. Uh, we're going to have to do a shot before we go see Beyonce. We are not. I yes, thought, we are. I thought gonna we agreed her. that we were going to do it like only on your milestone birthday. Oh, oh like, I see. I see. We already we already agreed to this. but Although you keep doing I'm so excited about separately. Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> you could do one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll sip I, something. Well, good. You better. I mean, it's fiance. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. 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 I may or may again? not have mm-hmm. teared up listening to Beyonce on the way here because I was what thinking about was how it? much fun we would be having. That's not a sad song, up. Susie. Not a sad song. Like wow, new, like Renaissance album. Oh my god! I was like, oh my god! How many times am I going to cry that night? Whoa! Probably Are you three serious? times. Dead serious. You know those people who cry in church? You've seen these people, correct? Yeah. I am that. I am that. I'm overcome with the the yes. feeling, mm-hmm. the 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 vibes. Yeah. Everybody's happy. Well, as you know, it, I cry at concerts, like okay. but not Beyonce. Okay. For sure I will be crying. She will <laughs> there'll be an opening note and I'll cry. Guaranteed. <laughs> wow. Hundred okay, percent. Well, we'll keep it like a a tally? Tally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome bets. to the show, episode oh, 727. It's a palindrome. Sent from heaven. Sarah um, pulled a muscle already. So. Yeah, it's been an exciting episode. First order of business. Uh-oh. We got some reader, reader, listener feedback. Oh, okay. We got some listener feedback okay. that, that really got my wheels turning. Oh, Okay. Can we file this under constructive criticism? <laughs> I would not file it under okay. that. Okay. This was Ooh, just somebody who disagrees with us, you know? Oh, okay. It's not even criticism. It's just sort of like, you're stupid. Yeah. Okay. So okay. a few weeks ago, if you recall, we discussed the drag show that we my family tried to go to, but we couldn't get in because they weren't letting kids in. And... You know, we were just talking about drag queens and whatevs. And I ladies. get it. I mean, this is not, this is a controversial topic. It's not like I'm is surprised. It, it is. It How is. is people well, in costume a controversial? I don't Well, I'll okay. tell you why. Because it's not the costumes. It's the implied or perceived sexuality mm-hmm. of okay. the show, right? Okay. So, w- w- Rightly or wrongly, yeah. some people think drag shows are inherently sexual and it's not something that children should be exposed to. And so that point of view is you're welcome to have. I mm-hmm. don't share it. But part of the reason I don't share it is because I've been to a lot of drag shows and they are not sexual in mm-hmm. my experience. It's always hoot and holler. And listen, if anybody's going to be offended by sexual behavior, it's Susie. Yes, I'm with you. This is, this is Susie. <laughs> That's I, so true, Come Sarah. on. If anybody, I am a don't, bl- don't take my word for it. That's right, Sarah. That is a very good argument. I am Thank a prude you. and I do not want... I don't even I want to be around when, sexual. Sa- when Susie says that's a good argument, Sarah. Yeah, because I hadn't I thought more. of that one. And I, yeah, because not only do I not want my child exposed to overt sexuality, I don't want to be as right. an adult woman. So it's like lock it up. <laughs> yeah, nobody needs to see that. Nobody needs to see. Um, in Same my experience, it, it's not been that. It's just been like uh, the fun costumes, right. the fun singing and dancing and the like gay bingo. We do gay bingo. Yeah. Gay bingo. And um, it's a hoot. 
<laughs> okay. So this listener. Probably same amount of wigs as old people bingo. <laughs> right. Yeah. Same amount of like purple hair. Right. Um, okay. So this gal, Natasha, I think is how you pronounce her name. Um, sent me a DM and said, you know, like, girl, I love you, but I think your take on drag shows is totally wrong. Um, she thinks they are overtly sexual and that the, she says the Queens and patrons are on alcohol and drugs. So that's probably, (laughs) (laughs) I am not going to argue with her there, but so are a lot of people in your local park, my dear. Right. Or at Chili's (laughs) where I'm eating my fajitas. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, okay, so I've she, done edibles at Disneyland. What do you want? <laughs> right. So what do you want? I mean, have you been to a PTA meeting? Nobody's sober. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> uh her oh God, argument, now PTA moms are gonna write in. <laughs> Susie I mean I'm sorry, but that's all these women do is like no, buy please. wine merch. I was just gonna say they come out with t shirts with it. Yeah. I'm saying this anyway, is proud her argument is just, it's not a place for tumblers. kids. Yeah. And she said, that's like taking your kid to Hooters or the titty bar to teach them about women. And then it was very, she was mad. Okay. She was not feeling this. I get it. I get, okay. And, um, here She's were the problems that I had with this. Yeah. I went to her profile and she follows you uh-huh. and brain candy and mm-hmm. not me. So, I said, hi there. Thanks for listening and for the feedback. I'll respond to your message on our episode that comes out on July 6th. One thing I wanted to know before I record my response is whether you sent this or a similar message to Sarah, right. and if so, did she respond? Ooh, Thanks. Nice. No, definitely You don't not. need to look. Okay. Because we already know the answer, and that's why I asked it. Yeah. Because no one no. Ever, ever comes to Sarah no. with complaints right what's up with that what (laughs) (laughs) what's up with that is right (laughs) and i do want to explore that we i need a theory so you can get your wheels turning about that but she wrote back and said no i didn't i guess i should have oh right this is a nice combo right okay Okay. But, but, but she said i I think because you're, it was your story, I thought I should write to you. And I said, okay, but I listened back yeah. and let's play the clip right <gasps> here. Yeah. We tried to go to a drag yeah. show, but they would not let our children in. M- Are and my- you even with the parent permission? And it was outside. So that's why we thought it would be fine because it was outside anyway. What's but, happening? Well, I'm sure they're a little gun shy because of. You know, yeah, the no, guns. No, I understand. <laughs> oh God. You know. Oh, so like out of protect, out of safety. I don't for know like what the reason. Them getting is, shut down for any stupid laws that may be in with kids right and now. drag queens. It's that like is so dumb. Yeah. But somehow NFL cheerleaders, no problem there. Hooters, no problem there. We're fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I. Right. This is so dumb. Yeah, we were disappointed, but you know, have what? they seen baseball pants? Those are He's way helping. more. <laughs> I can see everything. That's so true. I know we're going after the wrong things, but they're putting more clothes on in drag. Yeah, that's true. In fact, yeah. going into it, I was like, "Oh, Link, we're going to a drag show," and he wasn't familiar. And so I was like, "Oh, well, you are in for a treat," because we've never watched RuPaul yet with him, which we should. Um, and also, Graham Norton has one in England that is the same as. Drag race, except instead of lip syncing, they are actually singing. Oh, fun. Yeah. Well, I actually just got chills. Yeah. (laughs) I really did. I was like, wait, British game show and they sing? Yeah. So we got to watch that too. But I told him all about drag queens and he was just real excited. We were going to have so much fun, but we didn't get to see them. That was a bummer. Yeah. But sorry. Oh, well, maybe next year. As you can hear, Sarah is the one who mentioned Hooters. Sarah is the one who got all wound up and started saying, oh, cheerleaders are okay that? And I'm just like, yeah, we didn't get to go to the drag show. It was a real bummer. That's it. Right. That's all I said. Yeah, you do get the, what is that about? (laughs) I don't mean that jokingly. Like, I do want to, I can't come up with a theory for it. 
Because remember when we did the live uh, for the challenge watch party and you said you had been on a challenge and that Jenna had made out with somebody on a bus or something. Yeah. And then people told Jenna yeah. and then she came to me right. and it's yelled crazy. at me. I don't understand And I was like, this. lady, I wasn't even on that challenge. I didn't know who you made out with. Right. Maybe you should talk to Sarah. Right. So what could possibly be the reason why I am the scapegoat here? And the crazy thing is you're scarier to argue with. I think so too. I, like, I'm not going to argue with anyone. I'm going <laughs> to be like, you know what? You're right. It. You're 100% right. I don't even care anymore. Like, is that it? They you're just like, know that I'm going to like roll over and they like, like, yeah, I'm I don't like drag queens. I'm like, not, I'm, I'm, Susie's, Susie's terrifying to, well, I mean, in this case, I was that? nice, but there is a chance all of the, there is always a chance I will bulldoze you. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, that's what I'm thinking too. I'm like, I'm not, it's not as if I'm easier to deal with or something. Right. No, not at all. And the crazy thing is on my other podcast, I say, DM me, like message me. And I just get a bunch of questions about relationships and, uh, not this. Yeah. Like, I feel like your inbox is really nice. It is very nice. It's people being like free. (laughs) that's see that's ideal that's what i like to hear safe for work totally sfw (laughs) and sarah's like begging for porn Uh, uh, this is so funny i was at a dinner party with one of my ex-boyfriends and he was like he i don't know maybe he would have a problem with drag shows and write in about that because he did not like me talking (laughs) about anything like that and so i said at a dinner table i was like you know what can you believe this one? I've never gotten a dick pic. Like nobody sends me a dick. He was furious that I talked that I said that. He's like, "Why are you talking about like dick pics at the table?" I'm like, See, "I'm actually not. I'm talking about the lack of dick pics, actually." Yeah. And, and how like, mad I am about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that. I'm talking about how I don't have any. I don't see the problem here. Yeah, and you've always said that. Like people are never sliding into your DMs never. or like propositioning. So I don't know what that's about. I have like one person and all they do is say, Hey, I'm like, what is that? That's not even a good, like, what am I, am I taking you, And now like I'm a like a repeat offender. Yeah. Oh no. That's so bad. Yeah. Well, I welcome theories from the brainiacs because I just feel like I get a lot of the heat. I'm sorry. Thank you. I knew you would be. It's not I your know. fault, but it like she, Anastasia I would love to hear that her name changed. No, I didn't. Natasha. It was Natasha before. Did no. I do that in my head? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I do want to know, cause it's probably subconscious. I don't think it's some sort of strategy they're using. It just, they get mad and they go to me. Yeah. What? Well, it's, it's, but let me, may, let, um... let me explain though, to answer her question. Yeah. That just generally speaking that. If I were to have a problem with Hooters, it wouldn't be because of any kind of sexuality or scantily clad service members. It would be the misogyny. I was going to say the patrons. (laughs) It's not. I love boobs Mm -hmm. with all my heart. Okay. So this is, I'm consistent about this. But the problem I have is with, you know, systems and structures systemically that are cooking societally but drag queens are not one of them but apparently she's going to different events because those drag queens are wild in her life yeah i want to know what the performances these people have seen are like if you're going to las vegas strip and seeing some drag show yeah it's gonna be sexual if you go like sunday magic mike yeah (laughs) I'm right, you, I know they're different. Like, it's like cabaret, right? Yeah, and it, it's almost like it, like theater or stage performance, and how there's there's a, a, a big spectrum of things that, right? You know, right? Yeah, I'm sure there are shows kind of different are... than, yes, you know, the Sound exactly. of Music, and they're both <laughs> on stage the same way. There are different drag shows. I don't understand this. I like I, I just think song and dance in general are great for kids. And these are yeah. the same people that have no problem with like bosom buddies and 
like when men dress as women for comedic effect, it's not that they aren't, they don't like have a problem with drag. They have a problem with gay people. Right. Correct. So I don't know. Yeah. I shout out to our brainiac, Tony, who I love so much. He is always in our lives and he has that cute baby. (gasps) Yes. And he's he's so nice. Yeah. He's great. And, um, I didn't know where I talked about drag queens. So I was like, Hey, Tony, can you tell me which episode and minute mark we talked about drag queens? Cause I need to prepare my argument before I, you know, give my diatribe. And he was like, Episode 721, Minute Mark 7. I freaking love it. <laughs> He's it's the, the best. best. I think that he would be a really fun person to watch a movie with. Yeah, he's like very informed yeah. about... and I don't even mind if people talk during the movies. movie and tell me facts about it, so bring it on. The I reason why listen. she doesn't mind is because that's what she does during Correct. the entire movie. 100%. <laughs> you have a very interactive... I think interactive... positions me on his death side when we go to movie theaters. <laughs> That's smart. I know. It's genius. Sarah likes an interactive movie experience. Yeah. Okay. And I'll tell you what kind of experience I want to have. And that is a comfy bed every Mm -hmm. night when I'm snoozing. And that's what I have thanks to Bull and Branch. Absolutely. And don't just sleep on their their towels. Don't sleep on their towels, I should say. Recommend them. You love them. There is a huge difference in towels. I don't care what those like, what do they call them? Big box suppliers or something like yeah. that. Yeah, Big box the stores. Stores. Yeah. Like, I don't care what they say about being high. Absor- nope. It's night and day. It's night and day. Yeah. It's always like cardboard. Cardboard. And like, you want to really impress some guests. Yeah. Some of those babies, just like Eli's mom did, shout out to Sue, in the guest bathrooms. Are they rolled up or are they folded? They, well, they're like hanging. Oh, they're they're the hanging. Guest towels we used in the shower, but then there's some folded, of course. But uh, those were so amazing. I felt like I was staying in a luxury hotel. Spa. Uh Four. Uh Four seasons. Five stars. Five seasons. seasons. Five stars. (laughs) What (laughs) if it's five seasons? Um, but yeah, I had to buy Lincoln a new sheet because during the Mary Berry month of May, there was a a blueberry explosion. Do you remember when I had the blueberry pancake issue where they squirt when you got into Yes. But this was just like a splattering that he slept on. No. He was like snacking. You know, Link Link spent, Link, I, I, first the pans, now the bed sheets. Yeah. Sabotage. He's a teenager. (laughs) No, boys are so gross. Anyway, we're getting him a new set, so he'll be all set to go. Um, But there's sheets are real soft, super high quality, real classic look and colors. Sleep better at night with Bullen Branch sheets. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code CANDY at BullenBranch.com. That's Bull and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, Branch.com, promo code CANDY. Thanks for listening about that drag queen thing. I really wanted to get that off my fake chest. chest. My fake. I'm saying fake chest, chest, not because of yours, but like you know, drag queen's fake chest. And then I see both of us. You also, yeah, it's a whole thing. <laughs> you oh, also. It's a bad joke. Um, I know we. I mean, should we talk about the submersible or let it go? I mean, this. You know what I've I've done because you know we are recording this right in a different time. Because, yeah, vacation and summer, we have to, like, pre-record. In the same way that when there's a documentary or something that comes out on Netflix and I resist watching it because mm-hmm. I'm like, everybody's talking about this, blah, blah, you know, I'm like, I just don't want, even TV shows that are popular, I like, resist for a while. I don't know yeah. what that is. I've done the same thing with this news story. And so I, because I'm like, I don't want to get all invested invested and i feel like we don't even know the whole story and obviously so who knows are you invested boy i am i was having a this is embarrassing but i had a literal panic attack last night thinking about it i I had to do grounding techniques well first embarrassing no first of all a pat on the back for you doing the grounding (laughs) techniques 
Thank you. you know, uh, but sometimes to my clients, I say, raise your hand in the air, oh. bend it at the elbow, and give yourself a little pat on the oh, back. Oh, okay. I thought this was like a new technique. I was no. like, I didn't try that one. <laughs> it does work. Oh. But, so good job for that. Uh, also, um, that makes sense because your fear of being buried alive, this is the same I think it must category. be a very common phobia that people don't even realize they have, and that is part of the interest in this story. Yeah, this is because why people I are really into it. I'm scared of the International Space Station. Or the, and you are right space. about it's that. Way terrifying. Because you run yeah. out of air and you're just trapped. Like that idea. Mm-mm. Yeah, fish it's out of water too much. in the water. What? Let me ask you this, because when I was talking to Gr- my sister Gretchen about it, she goes, "If you." paid me $250,000, I wouldn't go in that thing. I'm, I'm with her. And do you think there yeah. are any women in all the land <laughs> that would ever do this? Not ones really with children. Does. <laughs> Except that fucking lady went into a cave. And you know what? The only she reason would. why is because she had like people who were, you know, it, she would make it something like, okay, uh, I'll do it, but there has to be a hose attached the whole time and you have to deal with my excrements. <laughs> right you have to come down and get my bms yeah is that what you call it excrements is that excrement okay yeah 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 but okay yeah it's just too much for me to think about so i I guess i really don't want to go into i've had panic attacks in the the only time i've had two panic attacks in my life one when i was driving a in a car when i was about 15 or 16 years old and had to pull over and had a panic attack and then the other time was when I was scuba diving and I was in a cave and the flashlight went out with, and the light, and I had that. Well, that is a nightmare. And I, and, and the, it was, it was four seconds that it went out probably, but in my world it was a year or, you know, an hour and I freaked out and like, ha, you know, and then you, when you panic and you're under, in a place where you can't breathe, yeah. that is panicking because now you're thinking oh no i'm panicking what if i panic and my panic makes it so i can't breathe and that makes you panic more and it turns into this whole like oh it's too much and and i remember in that moment thinking oh now i have empathy for every single challenger that's been afraid of heights and been scared to go like to do it i remember thinking of kenny i thought of katie i thought of everybody who was scared of heights in that moment Mm -hmm. and i was like oh i get it now yeah, to have to expose yourself to that over and over again. I'm kind of annoyed that my own life doesn't flash before my eyes and other people's lives flash yeah, before my eyes. About everyone you ever met. Like, what's up with that? I'm not. I'd, I'd really like <laughs> yeah, not to be about me in that moment, not to be like selfish, but you know. Yeah, it does feel like the panic response is some sort of real human defect because it is exactly the thing you should not do. Right. It's like, I know, maybe I should take this breathing apparatus out of my mouth. No, don't do that. Oh my God, I'm getting a panic attack. Yeah, just thinking see, about doing that ter- right now. Oh, let's <sighs> do some grounding exercises. Okay, let's, let's just move on. I feel bad that I even brought this up. Um, I had read this study thing about kissing. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. And Okay. Yeah, I love yeah. this. I want to know, like. Kissing, I'm for it. Me too. It's so fun. Why? though oh that's a really i've i've wondered this too it is gross let's face facts okay like just the bare bones of it so they were trying to figure yeah, out when we like started super fucking gross it's so it is gross and especially like, because i know you people aren't flossing well i am no you are because i am the most because yeah. eli makes me <laughs> he doesn't like make me but i have somebody who reminds me like every day like I well, I should ask him his advice because I cannot get Adam to commit. Uh, it's having those little flossy disposable things. That's the that's the trick. Uh, everywhere. Just yeah. Then they're on hand because Adam will use it if he sees it. Yeah, because every time he comes to my bathroom, he takes a Q-tip. Correct. He will because he it's there and it's visual. So if you put little, but even like it's cute when you have like the little. I went to a restaurant that had them on the table. It was okay. when we went to the whiskey and wings thing. The wings, mm-hmm. they had the, how smart is that? Yeah. Please, more I'm of like, that. I'm like, yes, more of that. Yeah. I was like, that's genius. At like the little judge's table. So you can like floss as you're doing the wings. So 
you know. So have like little little containers. Okay, you don't have like the liquid this. IV in the little things by yeah. in, the, in the kitchen. So I remember to drink that. Okay, yeah. that's good advice. Yeah. The weird thing about the if kissing... you ever have worries about what Adam's doing, just ask me. I, <laughs> I yes, there you this go. is it's helpful. Same, same, same. Yeah. Okay, Anyways. so the weird thing about the kissing though, because they were trying to determine when in history humans started doing this. It turns out that bonobos kiss romantically and sexually. Yeah, it feels it feels instinctual. And There's something important about our mouth, obviously. Chimpanzees engage in platonic kissing to manage social relationships. They're just Human- like out. Well, the bonobos do it yeah. sexually also, but the chimpanzees are just like, hey, we're friends, let's smooch. Oh, and then that. humanity's earliest record of kissing dates back to 4,500 years in the ancient Middle East, 1,000 years earlier than previously thought, kissing was practiced in some of the earliest Mesopotamian societies and documented in ancient texts from 2500 BC that have been largely overlooked. There is no way that they weren't doing that before. You think just since the beginning of time? Yeah. Really? I feel like... Yeah. Because it's like the tongue butthole thing. I think this... I, I, yeah, and I think this the in a way started as like a, a. I love that you just went to aliens right there. Well, because like, remember wait, the hang on a the cows and the tongues and their buttholes. Oh, right, we know what we know that this there's is something all important related. About. Yeah, and the, I I would imagine this is going to sound kind of <laughs> gross, but I mean, a mouth is kind of the same size as. Something else that often goes in mouths for pleasure. Say this again. I'm talking about fellatio. I think but you like, said mouths. Say that uh, again. Like a, a penis is about the same size. as Like the holes are the same size is what I'm saying. Like it fits. Things fit. So I feel like which came first? Some ancient This is a question. Primate we need said, to find out. I feel like this, I'm like trying not to be silly here because like, no, I think, it's I good. think this is a legit question to ask, like which came first because animals like instinctively do like lick that area. And I would feel like if you're going to, then you're associating a mouth with a pleasure, a, a thing that delivers pleasure. So now you have mouths that are associated with pleasure and, and good feelings and then they're like okay let's make these two pleasure i think the real mystery is why the devil the chimps are doing it just with friends because i think a lot of cultures do that too you get a little kissy kiss on the cheek like but if we're gonna subscribe to your theory if we're gonna subscribe to this theory that it's like a vagina surrogate yeah right then when did we just start doing it to people that we weren't banging or romantic it's like a step down maybe I, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some sort of family thing or making sure oh. your sense is okay or something okay okay this i like this theory that uh-huh you know what i mean it's gotta it be feel so instinctual gross, to do it to your family to like kiss like like are you on the in in yeah or are you another right are you an outsider? Yeah, maybe something like that. Do other animals like? Do we see like dolphins back on and dogs lick mention. each other's mouths? No, but, uh, they uh, kiss. I my I have so Sigmund, my dog, used to lick inside Bo's mouth, and That's so gross. Some people said this is like a dominant thing, and. Other people said that dogs are have the ability to smell like cancer and tumors and will do that sometimes when they and she had a whole bunch of like tumors in her mouth, like little Okay, so there was trouble moved. brewing so, in there. So it could be that. I don't well, know. But and do like dolphins to elephants, whatever. That's a great point do? because they do say like if you have exceptionally bad breath, it can be indicative of disease like gastrointestinally oh, yeah, yeah so that could be a way that we sort of now determined... i feel like my bj theory is ridiculous there could be more than one reason okay, okay. you know what i mean so supportive because <laughs> so well, it is so weird it's very weird 
I'll tell you what's yeah. not weird, and that is keeping your hair all set with silky pillowcases, scrunchies, heatless rollers. Very thanks to important. Uh, yes, I'm it wearing. Is. I turned a, a corner where I am never using regular rubber bands or like, you know, like hair ties right. that aren't. I I have to use. I have like the silk scrunchie in right now or the satin scrunchie in right now. And then when I go camping and I do like, I braid my hair, their tiny rubber bands are like snag free. Yeah. They come in a pack of like 150. They're, it's great. For like two dollars. They are so affordable. And, and I found with other ones that I've used in the past, if you get them wet or they stay out, or even if you just have them together for too long, sometimes the rubber like dries out and then they snap when you try Mm -hmm. to use them. These, nope. Fantastic. Love them. Loving them. Stay great. I keep them in my little camping pack. And I've never had, usually I had to like double up. I've never had to replace these. It does make a real big difference in going from like, you know, the kind I was getting at like a dollar store. Don't get yeah. those. Those are no. crappy. You're going to well, have and like I bet more you, than a dollar worth of frustration. You should like, put in your camping stuff. bag the shampoo bars. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Because those are perfect you know, for camping, and then yep. they just dry out, and I don't have to worry about it getting everywhere. Ooh, or right. exploding because every time we go to just up camping, we're changing right. altitude. Oh. Bottle free beauty. Yep, they have like shampoo that. and conditioner bars. I use conditioner bars. Stop! I just yelled. Yes, they do. How heatless? Satin. I don't know about that science. I love it. Okay, they're heatless satin curling rollers mm-hmm. are where it's at though you i used to use regular hot rollers but they ruin your hair but i was torn because i really love the look of it but now this is the best alternative no more heat damage these are the original the o- the og they're the best heatless curlers don't settle for those dud knockoffs <laughs> these are the ones that started the craze i am in love with them um, they have the quick dry hair towels. They have the silk pillowcases that we love and it's yep. all very affordable and high quality. We just love it. It's just fun to look through and be like, Oh, I, well, I need that. I need that. Kitsch is offering you 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash brain candy. That's right. 30% off anything and everything at my kitsch spelled my M Y K I T S C H.com slash brain candy. One more time. My slash brain candy for 30% yeah. off your order. And I see these in like fancy schmancy stores and then I'm like, oh my God, this is one of our sponsors. So if you guys want to support us, you, uh, yes. use that coupon code. It's so nice best. when they do that too. I know. Everybody's always, I, that was one of the questions I got multiple times at the, uh, reality show event I did is tell me, can you give me a curly hair tip? Yeah. And the one I gave out multiple times was the pillowcase. It'll make the biggest difference. Yeah, it does. Not just and for your hair, but for your skin too. I didn't know that. Susie. Oh, I'm about to change your world. When you wake oh, up wrinkles? on a cotton. Yes. Cause it'll hold your face. Like if you're on a, like a cotton pillowcase or something that's like kind of I have not a line slippery. Every morning. Yep. That's the, that's what you'll get. You'll get a line, mm-hmm. not from like the pillowcase itself. Sometimes that, but from it moving your skin and then you like being stuck there. So if you use the silk ones, then it just slips right across and you have nice, beautiful skin. Hello. It's so disturbing. Like it's just, I'm glad you've given me a life hack though. Yeah. I read this great article, New York Times, it was titled, your brain has tricked you into thinking everything is worse. It was excellent. Okay. I'm going to open the actual article because I have screenshots, but I need the whole thing because it was so good. Um, wow. And it was like basically saying that, you know, that thing that we all do is like, we think people are worse. Mm-hmm. People have gotten worse over time. Mm-hmm. We used to be like nicer, kinder. Mm-hmm. Everyone's mean now. And they did a study to determine whether that was true. And it's longitudinal. Wow. I love a longitudinal study. Thinking, I'm just Googling it now. Um, And it was great because they sure did a great job. You know, this almost makes me think 
you know how we talked about how on TikTok and and Instagram, like influencers, they almost have to go to an extreme mm-hmm. in order to become, I don't know, viral or, or to, yeah. to to make a point or to get noticed or to be loud, whatever yes. it is. Nuance doesn't do well on social. Exactly. Yeah. And even like self-help books and everything, that there's some met, there's almost some comfort that we find in that, in like that idea that everything is worse in some weird way. And then it kind of makes even like all the, I just think of like the self-help section just growing at a, at a bookstore and how Mm -hmm. just seeing that would make you think that things were worse than they really are. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think that COVID certainly didn't help in terms of our perception of that. Absolutely. And I I think there's no denying that there is more political, um, yeah. Divisiveness. Yeah. But there, this article is talking about, they argue that the brain has a bug that a set of cognitive biases that causes you to perceive a fall from grace, even when it hasn't happened. So they collected 235 surveys with over 500,000 responses. And overwhelmingly, people believe that humans are less kind, honest, ethical, and moral today than they were in the past. Uh, People believe this moral decline at least since pollsters started asking in 1949 what okay yeah and they believe it in every country that has ever been surveyed and they believe that it's been happening their whole lives and it's still happening today and this goes for young old liberal conservative white black no difference okay okay so they wanted to see what if what if everybody's right maybe we are worse now so they wanted they tested it and they asked people over all these times were you treated with respect all day yesterday within the past 12 months have you volunteered your time to a charitable cause how often do you encounter incivility at work etc etc so like your personal experiences of like um unkindness or whatever and participants answers did not change over time right when they gave the same answers in 2002, for example, as 2020. Wow. Um, but it, all of them reported a decline in morality every year. So they all think that morality is declining. But yet they've all experienced the same amount of kindness as they did in 1950 or whatever. Okay. Do you think that the perception of a decline in morality changes people's actions on the daily toward like like they want to be the exception or something yeah possibly because it shows that there has actually been a moral improvement yeah it feels like there's got to be some group benefit to that it says social scientists have been measuring cooperation rates between strangers in lab-based economic games for decades and a meta-analysis found contrary to their expectations that cooperation has increased eight percentage points over the last 61 years and then when they asked participants to estimate that change, they thought it had decreased by 9%. Okay. Interesting. So There's they wanted to- protective in a weird way about that. Yeah. They wanted to figure out why we have this problem. And they said that there are two reasons. The first is biased exposure. People predominantly encounter and pay attention to negative information about others. That's like mm-hmm. evolutionary survival totally. stuff. Yeah. Uh, mischief and misdeeds make the news and dominate our conversation. But the second one is a biased memory. The negativity of a negative information fades faster than positivity of positive information. Getting dumped, for instance, you that pain fades over time yeah and you might be so sad but then in 10 years you're like you have perspective and you don't feel so sad anymore but the memory of meeting your current spouse will make you smile for like ever oh and so this is why people keep having babies by the way oh or go back or maybe go back on reality television i said that to, to adam i was just like 
this is what happens. We remember the good stuff. Like I met my partner, I won and it felt really good. And then you, you get there and remember, oh shit. So there you go. That does feel like a bug. The funny part too, is that we all think like our own friends have not gotten worse, but everyone else. And a lot of people only believe that the moral decline only began as soon as they got to earth. Like they think historically everything was fine until we, you got here and then you think, well, it's all gone to hell. And this, this feels the same as like when they say, oh, the youth of today, like, oh, the music is worse. Oh, this is worse. Like everybody's worse, but really no. And, uh, I saw this, I don't know where I saw this, but it was, uh, images of like newspaper clippings or quotes and things like that from maybe a hundred years of people saying like, Oh, no one works anymore. We think that's like, Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, oh nobody thread. works anymore. And it was like you said, across decades, like forever, they've been saying that mm-hmm. like 1905, yeah. like they were saying that about like who, everybody, you know? Yeah. So there's got to be problem. something about that that drives us, though, that keeps it like a belief that uh, things are, are like, if, if we don't keep on the straight and narrow, then everything will just go to shit. Maybe yeah. keeps us from, from not, like, just moving towards total chaos and, and not care, like, there's got to be some protective factor to that, right? Yeah. it's but they, This article is sort of acting as a warning. They were saying like um, the majority of Americans believe that addressing the moral breakdown of the country should be one of the government's priorities. And the good news <sighs> is that the breakdown hasn't happened, but the right. bad news is that people believe it has. And so right. if you believe it has, you're more susceptible to the promises of aspiring autocrats and totally people who say i'm going to take you back to this golden age that never existed right that's actually worse than how it is right now in terms of people's morality okay they're basically exploiting a flaw in our human brain which is how anyone sells anything to anyone is that you know you make people think there's a problem or a solution that doesn't exist one way or the other how do what what how do you fix that? How do you show? Don't you think like an awareness are... of like our like you know yes. how um when yeah, we think of something we think our memory is correct, but if we know that the human brain is really terrible at remembering things accurately, maybe we'll have more self awareness. That's a really good point. It is all about just knowing knowing how your brain works. I feel like when I understood the even in like being less reactive or knowing why you're reacting, even in like a relationship, being able to go, oh, I'm only. But you like never this conquer it. It's just no, like every you day. Don't. It is. You yeah. Life is so daily, right, Life is Peg? So daily. So daily. One thing I do every day is check Rocket Money. Same. And the reason is because it's the best thing ever. Don't you feel like somehow you're winning? When it tells you that you've spent less money this yeah. month than last month. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know how they managed to like gamify something that. Yeah. <laughs> my, my finances. My finance. And yeah. it's fun. It's fun. It's, it becomes like a, a competition with yourself to see if you can, you know, spend responsibly or get rid of subscriptions that you right. actually don't need or whatever. And Rocket Money helps you because they can cancel subscriptions for you or negotiate a lower rate on, let's say, your cable bill or something like that. I've saved hundreds of dollars, but I would say that's fun. Right, but right. The part that I love the most is just feeling in control of yeah. what's coming in and what's going out. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to, to – I know that sounds crazy that I just said that, but what will it will be like come tax season – and I've categorized everything. You can yeah, click right. one little button and just say, is this tax deductible? You, it gives you the breakdown. It's like doing it for me. It's so great. It's it, really there's nice. so many features like that that are just 
really helpful and I enjoy doing it. Yeah. But if you hate finance stuff, this might actually help you enjoy oh, it. Oh, I hated more. it and yeah. that changed. So there you go. Yeah, you can monitor your spending, lower your bills, all that stuff. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash brain candy. That's rocketmoney.com slash brain candy. Rocketmoney.com slash brain candy. Good. You're welcome. (laughs) Sing it loud and proud. Okay. I thought that was interesting. Um, uh, Okay. Mm -hmm. This is sort of an old gossip thing, but I'm going to bring in some like data to like make it a little more legit um one of my favorite comedy writers is a woman named meryl marco and she was the first female head writer of late night she worked on the late show with david letterman or no late night the first one on nbc Mm -hmm. late night with david letterman she was the head writer she came up with like stupid pet tricks Oh, oh could this be What's that show that everybody loved? Oh, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. They oh. made her in the last season into a writer for a late night show. And I wonder, and I feel like that character is kind of a representation of all female like comedians and early female writers and comedy right. writers. So I wonder if they were kind of paying an I hope to so. This Maybe woman. she was a consultant. I hope so. Yeah, that's she gets- really cool. She doesn't get enough credit. She came up with stupid pet tricks, stupid human tricks, like all the remotes Dave did, which were like the funniest parts of the show. Um, and when she was on the show and then on late, the late show, which was the second one, they won the Emmy for best comedy writing four years in a row. Wow. And then once she left, they never won it again. And... The reason oh. she left is because she, Dave Letterman broke up with her. <gasps> they were partners for 10 years. They like lived together. romantic partner? Romantic partners. And he, wh- yeah. Was she like blacklisted? I mean, basically. Kinda. Basically, yeah. What are you going to do? Like, I'm that's, sure. Her only crime was that their romantic Dude. relationship ended. And then she lost her job. And... It just makes me crazy because that's just what, especially back then, this was like, you know, in the eighties or whatever that was seen as like, well, yeah, we wouldn't want to work together. So of course you're going to And of course who else is leaving, but like, that's how it goes. Yeah. And like Nell Scavell, she had written that book. It was called just the funny parts. And she was a writer in comedy and late night. And she talked about how like, Dave's show had one female writer in, when it began in 1982 and one female writer when it ended in whatever, Jesus. 2000, such and such. Yeah. So, like, it's a problem. And that doesn't it even go problem. into the fact that there were no black people right. or people of color of any kind. Anyway, so there was an article recently in the New York Times um, about Gina Davis. And you know how Gina Davis has that organization mm-hmm. that tries to point out the inequality in Mm -hmm. Hollywood. And I just wanted to share like some of the stats Mm, because it's shocking. I I mean, love slash hate. Right. I love knowing it. Yes. Because it makes no sense. Of 101 top grossing G-rated films from 1990 to 2005, just 28% of speaking characters were female. And G-rated. So this is what all the children are watching. These are the messages that the kids are picking up of who should be doing the talking, whose stories we're telling, who the main characters are. Yeah. And even in crowd scenes, animated crowd scenes, male characters vastly outnumber female characters. I mean, that's (sighs) not an accident. Right. In the 56 top grossing films of 2018, women portrayed in positions of leadership were four times more likely than men to be shown naked. The bodies of 15% of them were filmed in slow motion. Uh, Yeah, I know. (laughs) Right. Same on reality shows. Where a century ago, women had been fully central to the budding film industry. They were now a quantifiable, if sexy, afterthought. That bummed me out. Yeah. Do you think the so uh, when you when you say it's no accident that the 
crowd well, yeah, it's is mostly ma- male. Yeah, when it's animated. I want to point out that I think you're saying it's no accident, not because people are intentionally saying, let's make this whole crowd male. But when you hire male artists, when the, the, the animators are male, when the majority of the people in the production offices are male, this is the result. You They draw what they know and who they are, and mm-hmm. the women become the other. The other. And it's like, that's also why those writer rooms mm-hmm. were and are predominantly white men, because the way that you develop a writer's room is, oh yeah, I know a guy. Right. I'll, I'll tell him there's a job opening. It's not yeah. sort of like a normal hiring process. And so what you end up with, and they, I even saw this interview with Meryl Marco she was being interviewed by Chris Conley, and he said, you know, why weren't there more women or why aren't there in late night? Mm-hmm. And she said, well, when I was there, like we were trying, what a writer's room is trying to do on late night is they're trying to create the voice of the host. Right. Uh-huh. And so that sensibility is supposed to be the tone of the joke. So there's this false impression that you have to then have people the like characteristics of yeah the, yeah you have to be like the host to be able to write for the host where that's but not they do not think that when the host of something is like a, a black woman. woman right they they would never have a writer's room of just black women right yeah. and so the perception is like white men can write for anybody right. but then you know like Nobody can write for write for a white man except white men. I'm mad about it. Yeah, and don't you think? Uh, I was thinking about all the shows that I can always tell are written by women or have like I'm like, oh, this is a real nice break. The jokes are funnier. Like there's a a cartoon, like a adult cartoon that I love called The Great North, and it has such a diverse cartoon animated cast. Mm-hmm. That I in my mind I was like, this had to have been written by a person of color and not a mm-hmm. man. Turns out because a lot of times now I feel like they do what you call, I think they call it black, like writer blackface, where like the the actors can be people of color on a show, but mm-hmm. like the writers are all just still white men. I don't like that, and so they're like sort of pretending to have a diversity. Right. situation but really behind the scenes it's just like white men putting words in their mouth and right. um i just i guess it bums me out not because that happened but because it's like nothing's really changing yeah because <laughs> i you know i just read that hollywood book and things are just like <sighs> keep saying the same bad it, news they're sprinkled in here and there i'm it feels like it's it it's all right it's not Sarah. enough yeah, but I do. Can I, you, in your time yeah. on reality television, right. how many of your directors were black? No, no, none. One camera operator, that's it. No, directors. Zero. Zero. How, how many producers? Zero. How many of the executives? Zero. 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 MTV, Buna Murray. I, in my experience, have never had one director that was a person of color. No, never. Or... Producer no. or executive. Oh, wait. One. Oh, <laughs> that's a relief. Never right. mind then. Right. <laughs> like I Shout was out to Tiffany. A lot of shows. Right. And One that's person. not acceptable. And then she left probably because, she, I don't know. I don't want to put words in her mouth or say why somebody left. But Like, it's not changing. Like, cause do you know, I've noticed and been heartened by the way that the challenge is cast now. They have, um, far more people of color since Mm -hmm. 2020 Mm -hmm. on the casts, Mm -hmm. but let's look at those credits. Right. Those people are still the same whiteies that were always making the show. Right. So it's not ideal. Yeah. No, it's not. Anastasia, let me know what you think about this. Are you fine with it? Oh, good question. <laughs> no, just I poor Anastasia. She was when running. you said her name the first time, I heard Natasha, and I was like, 
I just read an article with Natasha Leone. It must be that in my mind. I don't know. I think I so. Just, She's I on your mind. Yeah, so. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Silly. Anyways. Um, last thing, yeah. I guess, maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? We, you don't know. What am I going to talk about? I don't know. Maybe something exciting. I read a, a sub stack. It's Olga Kazan. She writes for Atlantic, but she has a sub stack. Mm. And she was writing about what makes a good friend and how it's different in different cultures. Oh, and I sure would have never thought about that. Yeah, me neither. Different cultures have different uh, expectations of what is ideal. Tell me. It's so they ask people this question. I'll ask you and you can give your answer. You're a passenger in a car driven by a close friend. So I'm driving the car. You're my passenger and I hit a pedestrian. (gasps) You know that if my friend was, you know that I was going at least 35 miles an hour in the zone mark 20, Mm -hmm. but there are no witnesses. And your, my lawyer says, if you testify under oath that my speed was 20, then you'd save me from serious consequences. What would you do? Would you lie? I, I, I love you, Suze, but I don't know if I could lie. But I also think that we have the friendship where you wouldn't put me in a situation where you would. Don't be so sure about that. Want me to lie? I would have to. I would go. You would send me to jail. No, I wouldn't. Instead of lying. No. About. I would lie. I'd probably lie. (laughs) No, it's. We'd have a conversation. I I just want to know your true answer. You think that you wouldn't be able to? I just got finished watching the show Jury or, or, or Your Honor, which is like literally like about this. And I, I still don't know what side I'm on. So I, it would be like, it's really hard for me to lie, like lie like Mm -hmm. that, but it's also really hard for me to, I would never want to send my best friend to jail for life. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough call. I couldn't do it. Okay. Well then it's, what are you getting? What's your final answer? No, I couldn't do it. You couldn't. I, I couldn't send you to jail. I would probably end up lying. Wow. Okay. But I would t- feel so bad about it, and I would probably do something to put myself in jail, just like even escape. <laughs> Fewer than ten percent of Americans would lie to protect the friend, yes. compared to thirty percent of French and Japanese people and seventy percent of Venezuelans. I and feel like it's our our distrust in the American legal system more than. It's funny you say that because it's the opposite. It's um, that in if you live in a country that's more politically unstable, uh. then you rely on each other more to, you know, help. Yes. Deal with that, mm-hmm. so you would mo- be more likely to protect your friend, knowing that the yeah. government situation was unstable. But because Americans have a pretty stable political situation. That expectation of friendship is apparently less, like, intense. Yeah. There's got to be some, like, moral... No, because Venezuelan, you'd think that there's, like, a strong, like, religious presence there. So it wouldn't be, like, what is your... What's the right morally, like, conscious... Yeah. Well, but that's what you're getting mixed up about. They, they believe say the, the morality is yeah. the... Right. That's well, I mean, virtue. like, don't lie is is kind of like, right? Isn't that like a basic one? Yes, but <laughs> a basic one. I don't know, like, yeah, like a Ten Commandment. Yeah, I don't but, know where it falls. In. But thou shalt uh, not lie. Is that it? Is it just that? Bear false witness. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but if you th- there's like an ends justify the means. Yeah thing that everyone has about some stuff yeah who did you hit how injured are they are they dead i don't know it doesn't matter yeah it just says hit i mean i just thought that was interesting because what about are you lying for me 
Yeah, I am totally fine with that. Yeah, it does seem like you'd be real easy to do this. I just try, I'm, I'm remembering how what a dummy I was when uh, you offered me like you were going to throw the final when we were on the challenge together. And I was like, no, don't I have to win fair? Fuck that. So maybe well, I'm the dummy for. I do like your questions matter though. If it's, if you kill a kid, I mean, right? Because like, if there are parents that are like grieving and like need some answers, like, or right. if like, it does matter to me to... the details. Kind of me too, but like, and let's face it, twenty-five miles an hour is not that fast. That's yeah. very slow still. Yeah. I mean, believe me, it would never happen because Sarah is the slowest driver in the the world. She follows the actual speed limits. I do. And I come to a complete stop. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Okay. I guess that's Uh, it. I feel like there was more I had to say on the friendship thing. Yeah. All right. Mm, We were talking about... Oh, did they say anything about like... Scandinavian countries or Finland or no, they have really weird friendship customs. Like, so I, I, I read somewhere, or maybe somebody told me this, that in one of those Scandinavian countries, when it's like dinner time and there are guests there, there's like no obligation to feed them. You just start eating and they, they got to like take the hint. Well, they, yeah, we'll just sit in the other room. Yeah, like that's so weird. So like that, could you imagine in Venezuela, anybody doing that? Hell no. Or Italy. Right. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. It is strange. This is the, this is like what you're saying is so true. Like things that seem like they should be absolutes, human absolutes. Right. Aren't. That like, it seems like hospitality is one of the fundamental human drivers it's one of the foci of the old testament for sure which by the way that's what sodom and gomorrah was about it wasn't about anal sex it was about (laughs) not extending hospitality and how horrible that is so i thought it was fundamental but if you're gonna leave your kid's friend in the room while you go eat dinner right what kind of that's insane that's totally insane That I'm so, like, I don't know. Real clear. So, you know. Okay, Sarah, this is another way we can see what, what I'm saying, which is if we were on the challenge, let's imagine that that's an equivalent of like an unstable government. Okay. Because yeah. we're under the rule of these. Oh, I'm lying. Right. Oh. We would lie oh. for each other. We've already done this. Have we? <laughs> Whatever you do, say swear to the camera that you're not going to tell anybody what happens. Oh. oh, yeah. Swear. Promise. Scout's honor. <laughs> bring, bring. Susie, guess what happened? Yeah. <laughs> I hope they can't like get me in trouble for that now. She signs an NDA with them, and she signs a DA with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, because we don't trust them. And so our friendship yeah. is higher than... This is kind of like the office club where... where <laughs> Jim's like, promise that you won't... Or promise you'll be on your best behavior. Well, I can't do that because I already promised somebody else that I would not be on my... That I would be <laughs> on my worst behavior or whatever it is. So that's right, it's the same. Like. Sorry, I already promised Susie. I'm going to lie to everybody else. The end. Yeah. yeah totally. 100%. Done. Right. We're friends. There you go. Proof. Yeah. But if it's like, you know, you killed a kid and you were going fast and whatever. That's what I'm saying. In that moral, in that situation, I can't imagine you being, doing anything other than like, no, I, I did the wrong, like, this is on me. You're, you're the one Mm. who has the, the, you'd be like, I know I'm Dwight Schrute. Yeah. You'd be up. Yes. I know. It's weird. I'd be like, Susie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right i don't know humans like, are weird your man. honor how fast is 35 miles yeah <laughs> who's to say who's to say how long is <laughs> time flies when you're having fun i was right. having fun <laughs> yeah oh, all right well one. that's all good one right now yeah y- when this airs you're gonna be in croatia yes. doing your hilarious eastern european accent 
Yes. Eli's I told, gonna love I, it. I, I am hoping that this is the same vibes as like uh <laughs> Budapest and and I like bet Eastern it is. Europe. That's what I was thinking because there is no place that I love dancing more than in these European countries where they are bad dancers. Don't come at me, people from Budapest or Croatia. I'm not kidding. They were such bad. I felt like fucking Usher on the dance floor. There was like people who were like, oh my God, look, like I'm like rakes. I'm not a, I'm like good wedding dancer. That's it. But people were like, damn, because everybody's such a bad dancer there. That's shocking. Yeah. At least this was my experience in Budapest and in uh, the Czech Republic. Terrible. wonder why they can't dance. I don't know. Maybe it's like the the music doesn't trans... But I've never felt like a worse dancer than when we were in Brazil. Well, yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I was embarrassed to even go on the dance floor. Yeah. It was like, no, I'm good. It's almost like they felt bad for us. Yeah. They were like, They were just like, oh... Right. The opposite. So, you know. Right. There is a range. There is a range. Right. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to hear about it and I yeah. hope you have fun. And I'm going to be cutting up a rug either way. And Yeah. Right. Yeah. Bad or time. good. Bad or good. It's and she's going to do the accent and it's going to be great. I will. Don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for using our codes. Yes. You're keeping us in business. We yes. thank you. Even you, Anastasia. Yes. Thank Thanks you. for sticking with us. We love you.